Welcome to the Men on Purpose podcast, featuring dynamic conversations with emerging and established visionary men on purpose. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the men on purpose who are committed, creative, courageous change makers, living their best, most fulfilling life possible. Now, here's the host of Men on Purpose, Ian Lobos. Welcome back to the Mental Purpose Podcast. I've got Aaron sitting here, and today we're going to be talking about the triangle of growth. And you might be asking yourself, what is that? What is that, Ian? What is the triangle of growth? Well, I'll tell you. So will you. We'll tell you. <laughs> so look, if you listen to what Aaron and I have been talking about on the Mental Purpose Podcast, if you've been to any of our front-runner events, if you've coached with us, or if you've just had a conversation with us, you know that we keep things very, 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 very simple when it comes to growth and personal development, the growth of the being, the growth of the doing, to get the results that you want. We keep it very simple because the brain can be a very complicated piece of machinery. However, it likes simplicity. And so our goal, our job is to bring personal development to you in the deepest form possible, in the simplest way possible. And that's what today's episode is gonna be about. Three things that you can follow to literally set everything up that you need. And it can be your foundation, it can be your benchmark, and all of your other things that you're gonna to do to grow. Everything in your life can hinge off of these three things. Are you ready? I think they're ready. Are we ready? <laughs> it's been an hour and a half getting set up. We're ready. We're ready. We're very ready. <laughs> the, uh, you know, the triangle of growth is something that, that we talk about a lot. And, and whenever you're, ambitious or whenever you think of what you want out of life the challenge at least for me always came from well how, how do i do that how do i how do i grow to that place yeah. we did an episode last time on you know, the process of prepping your week we've talked about becoming and really being the person that attracts what you want um, so that you're not just you know hard charging but you're actually embodying the thing that you, you deeply crave but Today, we're going to get into some specifics about what you can change to not only become the person you want to become, but to achieve what you want to achieve. And uh, hopefully, you're already doing the inner work that will allow you to be congruent on the inside and the outside. Uh, if you haven't, feel free to hit us up. We'd be happy to guide you through that process, whether it's developing a mission, developing um, your skills. But well, let's dive in really quickly on what the three components are. Yeah. And just, just highlight an overview. Well, first thing, first things first, our January front runner event for you on live and for you that are listening a week from now <laughs> or ever at all. The January 2021 front runner event um, that we're putting on, I know a ton of you reached out and I think we probably had 200 inquiries. Uh, we're not going to have it. It's just, you know, we're just trying to be as responsible as we can. What we are going to do is a, um, like a live coaching training seminar, like a virtual virtual event. So stay tuned for more information on that. You'll be able to find that info on frontrunner.group or on the podcast website, which is just mine, ianlobos.com. So look forward to that. It'll be a one-day event. It'll be cheap, and it'll be super freaking powerful. So frontrunner.group or ianlobos.com, or you can hit up mentalpurposepodcast.com find everything you need. And it'll be in the show notes too. That's right. Yeah. So 
let's start this off with the with the basic foundation. Aaron and I have been a part of a lot, a lot, a lot of personal development in the last decade. And I think the most dangerous thing that people do is they go for the do, they go for the doing, they go for the activities that can help you grow or make you better or make you more income or make you happier or this or get you that. And it is dangerous because you are not building the foundation. And I think there's a, uh, every personal development, like little seminar I've been to, except for Landmark, because Landmark is the best. They have this little video that has a, a building, I think it was in the Philippines, its foundation completely crumbled and the entire building just toppled over. It's like 12 stories, dominoes, all the foundations failed. That's what being and doing actually is. So what we're gonna be talking about today, you have to split the categories. One has to be being and one has to be doing. The other thing we're gonna talk about a tad bit today is rewards and consequences. It's come to my attention and, and Nick and I were talking about this, actually we talked about this too, that, that from success and failure in your growth, there are, there are rewards and consequences people give themselves. And the one thing we're gonna talk about today in the willingness factor is, are you willing to fail at this? And are you willing to face the consequences behind it? So just keep that in mind as we go forward because setting consequences is setting you up for failure. If you set dumb consequences, and please challenge me on this. I, I really wanna want debate this. Dumb consequences will set your brain up to, to wire you to not do the activity again. That's what your brain does. It's designed to protect you. So if you have a consequence that's unaligned with what you're going for, like I think I heard a dumb one like wear your clothes backwards or, or eat something like eat a hot pepper. Your brain associates that pain not with the failure of the activity but with the activity itself. So going for this and then I had to eat a raw fish or eat a pepper, your brain doesn't see that as a consequence for you failing. It sees it as a don't do that again because that hurt. Now you're now fighting more of an uphill battle. So we're going to get more into that in the willingness section of this. But first is mindset. Well, let's talk about it. Well, here's, what's the triangle? Yeah, here's all three. Mindset, skill set, and the willingness factor. Mindset, skill set, and willingness. And a, a, a great coach of mine many years ago just pressed this on me, pressed this on me, and really made it. It's, it's, it's simple. It's so simple and so deep. You really can't get out of that box. So mindset, skill set and willingness factor, willingness. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's provide a definition for each of them. When I think of mindset, I think of not only do I possess the, the intellect, but do I possess the ability to be dynamic, yeah. allow for change in my mindset, in my, um, my approach, maybe my patterns, and how I download new information and like allow for change. Yeah. Like so a coin separator. Yeah, it has to be flexible, pliable, and appropriate for my target. Flexible, pliable, and appropriate. Break that down. Alexa, stop the music. What are we doing, Alexa? We're in the middle of the show. No, you can't say that. She'll keep going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> da -da -da -da, this is our live. <laughs> Uh, it's fun and deep at the same time. So my mindset, you know, when if you've got a mindset of being an entrepreneur, right, you're maybe appropriately tuned for 
failure. You're appropriately tuned for risk. Yeah. You're prepared for um, change, to, to evolve, to adopt new philosophies, to hear challenges, to approach investing. Like, you've got to have all those things kind of packaged. Yeah. And if you don't have them, that's okay, but you have to be prepared to right. take what you have and adapt and dial the levels up. Yeah, yeah. So that's the way I think of mindset. Yeah, I mean, same thing. It's a, I think of it like a, like a, like a coin separator. And there's a lot of things that you, you can actually associate in life to a coin separator because the, the brain knows protection, it knows fear, it knows stimulation, it knows um, feel good, and and that's really it. And it, Not very much else. It, it wires itself mainly based off of feel good and feel pain or experience pain or hurt. Yep. And, and when we talk about trauma, we're not talking about traumas like, you know, you saw someone get murdered in front of you. But trauma, like, um, I, I use this analogy all the time, like if you have a brother or sister and, and your mom took a toy from them when you, from you when you were like six years old and gave it to them. In that moment, your brain might have said, my mom loves that person more than me. And even though your six-year-old brain didn't say, I'm unlovable, the brain said, I'm unlovable and wired to have to work harder for that trust factor. And so it's that coin slot. So like, uh, for instance, when you're talking about with success or being an entrepreneur and you need to like, you know, tolerate a lot higher level of risk. When people leave their corporate jobs and start a business, they have a built-in net so to speak, it's not for everybody, but I'm saying there's a certain net that you have built in, which is you're getting a paycheck next week. Yep. Whereas in entrepreneurship, you don't. So the, the risk factor, that coin slot, when you drop in risk, it just falls right down into that designated slot. When you change the risk factor, and let's say you put a Canadian diamond in there, or the euro in, the coin separator does not know that euro. So it's gonna spit it out. And that is where Mindset and the next three actually kind of come into play, but mindset for me is like the it's the it's the clay coming out on the table, and you got to start molding that. And without the right mindset, and we'll talk about language in another video. Without the right mindset, you're not going anywhere. You're really not going anywhere. It will it will sabotage you all day long. We all experienced our brains shutting us down when we were so excited about something and the brain's like, nope, not happening. Yeah, yeah and the, the, the conversation can come up in a variety of ways. If, if your mindset isn't appropriate when you're approaching investors, now all of a sudden, the way that you have the conversation is self-defeating because your, your mindset isn't appropriately tuned. So we'll, we'll come back to that and dive a little bit more. Uh, let's talk about the second in the triangle. Let's talk about skill set. Yeah. So when I think of skill set, this is, hard, tangible abilities yeah. for you to deliver on what you want. Yeah. So, you know, back to entrepreneurship, if I'm raising capital, I need to have the skill to know how to navigate the conversations with investors, to understand how to manage the money. I need to know what I'm selling, what the return on investment, I need the skills right. to build a deck, to build a product, to build a business plan. Those are skills I can learn them. Be trustworthy. Be trustworthy. That's not a do skill. Yeah, that's, that's a B skill. That's really good addition. Yeah. But my skill set can still evolve. Yeah. And if you want to grow, you at some point need to change your skills. But the idea that the skill set is in this triangle is really critical because 
it will like kind of swing the boundary between the two other sides. Uh, you have mindset on one side. In, in, in my mind, skill set is in the middle. And then will set, uh, willingness is on the far side. And skill set in so many ways is the simplest to change, in my opinion. Maybe not um, the easiest to change, but the simplest to change. You're going to be able to tell when you need to change your skill set. You're going to be able to tell because it's often very clear where some of the others, it takes a little bit more separating and work. But skill set, you know, if you want to, I don't know, you want to be a big time real estate investor, like you can pinpoint, I need to know these skills. Really, really simple. It's, yeah. it's harder to discern, well, I need to change the others. But skill set, it's usually a straightforward path. You need to know how to do these things. Let me develop those skills. Yeah, so backing up to mindset, skill set, willingness, the, the two will give you direction and guidance on where to go. So I, I meet a lot of people who say to me, well, how do you know what book to read or what you know person to follow online or what coach to pick or what seminar to take? And I'll say, well, you have to dial in the mindset and the skill set that you need for the goal that you set, both in who you are and what you want to accomplish or what you need to do to accomplish that goal. And so mindset is, do I have the mindset? And the answer is probably no, unless you're, you've been geared or, you know, maybe you worked for a company for like 10 years and you've already been geared to run the business that you're about to break out. It's the same thing you were doing, but all you have to do is just you know, tweak a tad bit more and you've already been checked out for you know four years. I'm sure some of you who are watching can understand that you've been checked out of your job. You've been thinking about the business. All you need to do is just jump. So it's, it's, do I have the mindset? And then the who, how, what, when, you know, who do I need to go to? What do I need to do? How do I need to do it? Um, what, what books can I read? What seminars can I go to? Like what, what is needed, what mindset is actually needed to accomplish the goal that I've set for myself, right? And then just stay in that lane. Don't go, don't go in, in, jump into the deep end of this, you know, million gallon pool. You're going to drown in information. And that's where, that's where the term the information addict comes in in our purpose-driven formula. The, one of the types of people is the information addict where you just are sucking down information and you read 80 books this year. And you went to 15 seminars and you've been to this thing and you listen to a hundred podcasts in a week. We just had Thanksgiving yesterday. At a certain point, you got it. Like Rhonda's, Rhonda told me all the time, one of our, one of our coaches and great friends, Rhonda would say, sometimes you just got to put the spoon down and, and digest. Stop reading so much. So stop listening to so many podcasts. Just have a week of chill. Consumption over. Right. Just have, don't, don't be an information addict. And, and skill set, mindset, will set, this plan actually helps you to, to focus your energy, right? We talked about it on here. When energy is focused, it can do a lot more, can do a lot more positive change, good, growth, damage, whatever you want, whatever positive matter. It's like a water jet. When you have 2,900 PSI of water coming through a water jet, it's just spraying everywhere. But when it hits 3,000 PSI, it starts to slice through steel like like a hot point going through a thing of butter. It's about focus, energy, and effort, and attention, and brain power, and willingness, and then you get it. So the mindset is, here's my goal, here's the mindset of a winner, here's the mindset of a successful person, what do I need to do, how do I need to do it, who do I need to go to, when do I do this, 
And then you start setting up your succession of goals. And if you want to know that, go back to our goal setting episode, which is 181 or 180 or something like that. And then the next thing is, okay, now that I know which mindset I need to be able to hit these goals, it's what skills do I need to acquire? Not all the skills, not all the books. It's the skills to hit the goal, both in who you are and what you need to do to accomplish that goal. What skills do I need? How do I accomplish them? Who can help me get farther faster? Do I need coaching? Do I need a book? Do I need a seminar? Do I need a podcast? Then again, it goes from this big million gallon pool to a kiddie pool where you can manage everything within it. And you're not overwhelmed. And you're not one of those people that's been in personal development for 10 years, but you haven't changed one bit. I mean, so many people that have been to a hundred seminars, read 500 books, and they are the same person that they were five years ago. And they wonder why. And it's because not putting the spoon down. And it's the third factor, which is willingness, which is they want the change, but they're not willing to do the work to get the change. Mm -hmm. And that is a big piece of the equation. Well, to me, willingness is the catalyst. Yeah. You have to have some kind of awareness to know that if you want massive growth, it's going to take saying no to other things. And there has to be a, a clear willingness to not only say no, but to know what you're saying yes to and march that direction. So for individuals that um, want to change their life, often the biggest willingness lack is, will I get up early? Will I change my schedule? Will I quit my job? Will I, like you can't have what you have and look for growth without some kind of separation. And if you want elevation, most of us want some kind of elevation. Right? We want something that's more in, in whatever way that is important to you. Money, success, yeah. All of those. But if you if you want elevation, you have to have separation from where you are. And willingness is, to me, the critical decision-making component. Yeah. Again, not always easy. Skill set you can identify pretty simply. But willingness is going to take some really hard introspection on will I let go? Right. Will I move forward? Will I work extra hours? Will I say no to the opportunities beneath my target? Will I um, keep and build the stamina that I need you know, physically? Right. All, all of these pieces are really, really critical to, to achieving. And most often, it's willingness that, that gets in the way. Yeah. In real estate, I've coached hundreds of agents that have said, um, and again, another, and this is against my opinion, but another dangerous thing that I've heard in some seminars that I've been in real estate is, okay, write your goals. Now double, now triple those goals. But the one piece that many, 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 many organizations, programs, seminars, week, weekend retreats, whatever, have, are missing is the, well, who do I need to be to actually achieve that? Yeah. You just doubled and now tripled your goals, but you're the same person. And you actually, aren't, you're the same person and you don't have increased skills. And then the biggest thing is, nobody ever said, are you willing to do the work that it's gonna take to get that accomplished? Yeah. You willing, are, what is double and triple? Let's just call it 5X. Who are you? Who do you need to be to 5X? And then what skills do you need? What mindset? What mindset is it that a, a person that's doing 5X what you're doing in business right now, what mindset do they have? Because that's your model. But then 
you know, we've learned this a lot from, from some mentors that we've had that, that haven't been as serving, right? And everybody has those, like we follow a model, but sometimes the model isn't the, isn't the full model. It's like one piece from this person, one piece from that person. You're not, you're not modeling your entire life off of their entire life. I think that people, that people mistake that. Like for me, the Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller was a phenomenal book. And it helped me go from the hard charging, uh, you know, busy real estate agent to once I joined Keller Williams in, in 2013 to a business owner mentality. However, I was trying to incorporate every single piece from the millionaire real estate agent, but that didn't work for me. It all didn't work for me. And I was stuck in this middle ground because I was willing to do all the work, well, most of it. However, I had all the skills. However, you know, working backwards, I didn't have the mindset around that model of an agent. I had a mindset around a different model who I saw myself to be. So I acquired the skills and I was willing to do some of the work and I wasn't willing to adapt the mindset of an agent that bangs phone calls all day long, every day, seven days a week, five days a week. And I just wasn't willing to do that. So I had to pull back and it's reestablished the formula, you know, the, the, the triangle formula of growth that was like, okay, this is the model that I want. Now, this is the mindset of that agent. This is the skill set of that agent. The cool thing was my skill set was way above the model of the agent that I wanted to be to run the business that I wanted to have the time freedom and the financial freedom that I wanted, which was crucially important. I didn't really care as much about the financial as the time. And so when you read a book, there's only like five things that you really should be taking. If, if even if, if that, maybe there's like one thing, yeah. you know, like the, the untethered soul. I took one thing from that book, which was, Apply power on the path, not change the path. That's it, the whole book. I would say that my my gift in reading is that I want one thing out of the book, and when I get it, I close the book. Like I I, I will not finish the book. Right? We have this like finish, finish, finish mentality, <laughs> and start, finish what you started. And then I I appreciate that in some senses, but this is also a skill, right? I understand what I need to extract. And as soon as I've extracted it, I can stop. And to, to your point about not matching these things, if you, if you imagine what, what I started out as was an inexperienced, unevolved, uneducated entrepreneur. All of those things were true. I didn't have very much. Yeah. What I did have was a really strong willingness to jump, to jump. Right, right. My mindset wasn't there, my skill set wasn't there, but I knew I had willingness. Willingness helped me develop a skill set. My mindset was still not there. So I went willingness first into skills. Yeah. Those two things started to grow, but as those two pillars evolved, my mindset was still so broken yeah. that even though my worth and willingness and skills were climbing, I was like unable to break through any barriers because my mindset wasn't there. So I had the skills to play at the level, the willingness to play there, but I, I was like anchored to the floor. And if you've ever had this happen, if you've gotten somewhere and you're like, I, I am completely glass ceiling. I can see beyond this. I know I can play beyond this. I'm meeting the people that exist beyond this. And I know I can hang at their level, but I'm not there. 
this is probably a mindset thing. And it took me two years, almost, almost three, to really uncoil the mindset that was there and install a new one. I mean, it was like a huge uninstall. It's like, you know, you uninstall something from the computer. It took a long, that bar was moving super slow. Yeah. And then the new install was super slow. But to, to uninstall and reinstall mindset took a lot of willingness. And thankfully, I already had that. But, but I mean, these three categories, until you have, they don't need to be the same, but until you have all three moving, you're unable to grow. And that's why it's called the triangle growth. But you, you have to have all three moving in sequence. Yeah. And sometimes they work like pistons, right? You might need to use your mindset and really scale that up to shift your skills or to say, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need to be reading all these books. I don't, you know what? I don't need 90% of the thing I've been spending my time on. We can 80, 20 our way, Pareto your way into almost any conversation, but maybe I don't need these skills that I have. Let's let them go. That's a mindset. Yeah. leverage what you have. And I also don't have the willingness to like stay up till midnight or say no to my family time or to say this. Then you have to just have these inner dialogues and discussions to make sure they're aligned. If you want $10 billion, but you don't have the three things, the triangle to get there, you won't get there. And you just got to make a decision. Right. Do I want to change these things or not? Right. And I feel like most of the conversations with the people we work with, the programs that we run, the major difference is that we're having conversations that are candid about this, yeah. where other other groups are are just like, no, man, keep going. Keep going. It's all good. You'll get there. But when the, the truth is that you won't. No, that is the sad truth. And we're not, we're not being derogatory or negative. It, it's, it's important. It's reality. We've coached. Between the two of us, you know, 500 people in the last 10 years, like probably at least. And it's a sad fact. And that's why we built the programs that we built, the weekend retreats that we built, the coaching businesses that we built. And, you know, this new event coming up in January is because we, we, we see that we feel that we have an obligation to take you deeper and explain more about the B because if you just go out and you know pedal the bike as fast as you can in first gear you're going to get places it will be slow because you can only go so fast in first gear and it will tire the hell out of you because you're pedaling so mm -hmm. fast yep. what front runner is what our coaching business is is a reduction gear we make you stronger right so as you reduce gears you'll get you know you'll go you know, five or let's say three pedals for every one spin of the back tire. And as we reduce down, for any of you that have ridden a bike, you know, a 10 speed, 21 speed bike, you know that the, it gets harder to pedal. So our job is to be the reduction gear that strengthens who you are. As you, as you, redu as you reduce gears down and it gets harder, we make you stronger, right? So we're both things for you. We're the reduction gear helping you get smaller, more focused, in your stuff that you need to be and do to get your goals accomplished, or also the strength to build up your mindset, skill set, and your willingness to actually accomplish those. And what happens sometimes is, you know what? I, I do want to make $10 million. However, it's true. I've been at it for 10 years and I'm just not willing to do the work. At that point, wherever you are in your world right now, be kind and respectful to yourself. And be okay with the fact that you just don't want to do that shit. That's okay. That somebody presented a model to you or an idea, and you thought it would be amazing to have their life. 
However, you are not willing to adapt the mindset, the model of skills, and the willingness to do the work. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's one thing that I had to overcome was, you know, looking at some of my big real estate idols who were selling, you know, 500, 800, 1500 houses a year. I aspired to be that. And every year I was like, I don't want to do this. I hate this. I just want to handle like, you know, five to eight transactions a month and be involved with the clients that I love. I don't want to sell 20, 30 houses a month. That's not what I want to do. But in order to be this and have this much money and have this freedom, you got to buy yourself that freedom and build your team. I'm like, I battled that for years until one day I allowed myself to not do that. And I said, today's the day that it changes. And Meredith and I talked about it and they said, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to run at this level. I don't feel like this is the business that I want. I feel like I'm running an idea of someone else's business that I thought I wanted to get their life. But frankly, I don't want their life. I wanted the financial aspect that could buy the freedom. But looking at most of the people that I was modeling after, their families weren't in great shape. And yeah, they were flush with cash, but they didn't create space or time for them to actually get away and enjoy the freedom they that they built. And I did not want that. And I met a mentor named Pat Hyman, who you know, you know, um, he wrote a book called The, uh, oh my God, Six Steps to Seven Figures. And when I met Pat and saw the model at which he runs his life, I knew that I had a new, I had a new model. And I just started talking to him about his life of, of that was Pat's a very busy guy. However, Pat lives a life of freedom. And he just, he just, just is there in places. And I like that. And I, so I started asking Pat different questions. And what I found was a completely different mindset around who you are as a business person and subsequently what you do in business. That's a very big leverage guy. And so I started adapting leverage. So I used, I used my high level skill set and expertise and built that up to only do the top level of what I'm great at. And then I had the mindset I incorporated of leverage, which had changed who I was inside about everything has to be done by me. Nobody can do it like I do. If I'm going to explain it to them and take the time to do that, I might as well just do it myself. I had to shift that mindset. And then I had to sit back and say, this is the goal. And I, I did lag and lead measure. It wasn't like, I want to make a million dollars. It was I want to work 10 hours a week. I want to work 20 hours a week. I want to build an exceptional coaching company. I want to travel. I want to be with my family for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I don't want anybody to disrupt that. And I want this amount of money. And the one thing that I had to do was be comfortable and, and, and give myself peace and, and just allow myself to be okay with moving on from that old mindset and skill set and willingness and that craziness that I was living because it wasn't working for me. And the moment that I let that go, that old triangle of growth go, and I owned me and was very clear on my vision for my life and who I wanted to be in the business that I wanted to run and the money that I wanted to make. And the goal was freedom, max time spent with family out in the world as our playground and as our classroom. You know, moments, memories, and experiences, that became it. So everything folds into each other. If you listen to all of Aaron and I's stuff, once my mission became clear, 
it became very easy for me to set up the mindset, skill set, and willingness factors that I needed. And then again, the glue in there was forgiveness. And I wasn't beating myself up for not getting up at 4:30 and, and running 17 miles and, and you know and swimming. And like I was just easy on myself. And I said, dude, chill out. These are the skills you need to live this life. This is the mindset you need. And are you willing to do it? And so, and if the answer was yes, you move on. If the answer is no, just stop and you recalibrate. And so, like in our front runner events and in our coaching business, that's what we do. We take you through very simple things like this that all flow into everything else. So like there's an episode of Aaron and I talking about setting up your mission, vision, and purpose for your life to be a beacon for you to set up your skill set, mindset, and willingness to set up all the other things that we talk about, right? To set up your goal setting and your boards for the week and everything else. It all meshes together. And that's what we'll do in January. This isn't a pitch for the event in January. We, it keeps reminding me that this is what we do. Exciting. This is what we do. It's exciting. Yeah, so in January, we'll help you set up for the year. Using this exercise will help you establish the foundation for a vision and a mission for your life, which will give you ultimate clarity on what to do, how to do, and who you need to be to get it accomplished. That's simple. I love that. So let me, get, let me just summate some of that. So we started with truth. You got you to gotta know where you are. And, and it doesn't need to be assessed from an angle of judgment. It just needs to be assessed. If you understand where your current triangle of growth is, then you can compare it to the triangle of growth that you want based on the outcome. Ultimately, a, a point that is really important is you have to know what you want and you have to know what your version of success is. In a lot of ways, what Ian shared about knowing your model, understanding your mentor, picking the, the one or two things that you want to extract and duplicate from them is really about reframing your version of success and allowing you to, to pinpoint what it is you want. And if you want a million dollars and that's all you care about, then you can arrange your triangle around that. But you may, and this is happening, I think on a really big scale right now, you may be waking up to that, this idea that you're, your definition of success that you live by is incongruent with what you think is possible now. Probably somebody else's definition. They totally. Which is fine. It gets the ball rolling. It does. It's, it's, it's a truth element, right? You have to assess that. But, yeah. you know, we're, we're now seeing people that are, are living incredibly aligned lives yeah. that gave up on the, this like traditional narrative that the only way to be happy and the only way to, to feel grounded and successful is to like hard charge rhinoceros break through the wall of money, business, and entrepreneurship. And that's starting to, to like unravel and uncoil. But the idea that you can find one thing out of your mentor or one thing out of your coach to, to develop your triangle of growth is super important. You are unlikely to find one person that embodies everything that you want. You have, you have to know how to like, hey, I really, here's a great example. I love listening to David Goggins. Yep. Love listening to him. I'm not going to run five <laughs> miles a week. I, I don't want that. However, his approach to like, you know, his, his will set is very clear and his mindset is very clear. It, it's very obvious. And I appreciate being able to download some willingness and some mindset elements from him. 
But do I want to run that many miles a week? No. Do I need to, to feel that kind of completion? No. Still, I can mirror what I pull and extract from him, and that can be healthy. But it has to fit into my triangle of growth in, in the way that it's, it's applied. And whatever your version of success is, if you know it, great. If you don't know it, that's okay too. But I think what we're really talking about, I'd love to, to ask you this question in a moment, but I think what we're really talking about is if you've got mindset, skill set, and will set as your, your, your base, and you don't know where you want to go, first understand what you want, and yep. then adjust the triangle. And that, that, yep. that process is not fast, not fast by any means. No, but it doesn't, doesn't, and it doesn't have to be. Yeah, probably shouldn't. This isn't a race. It's, it, yeah, there's a, a big rushing element, but I gotta have it now. No patience. No. And but, there's no, you know, Nick and I have been talking about this all week. There's no overnight success. Anybody that you've seen has not, no one, yeah. challenge me on this, nobody has hit it one day and, so and, or came up with this and hit it the next day yeah. and it just took off. No one. Yeah. I mean, no. It, it looks like that. It looks like it. Right? Like Michael Jordan. He's an example. He's a great example. He's not an overnight success whatsoever. He put the time in every day for like his entire career. Well, people don't even know. He didn't win his first championship until nine years in the league. Right? Like, I mean, he, he was in it, right? No one, and right. then it, it accelerated. Right. But, you know, it, it, it's similar it, to it's a it band. Was, it was Bitcoin. It was Bitcoin, it was Bitcoin like this. Yeah. And then <clears throat> 2017. Yeah. 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 Well, the same could be said for a lot of bands, right? Bands all of a sudden produce their stick album and people right. are like, this is the best band ever. Their first right. album was a hit. Right. And it's okay. not their first album, right? It's their stick album. Right. And you can say the same for artists, for entrepreneurs. The overnight success that we see right. is a culmination of their triangle of growth matching all the different moments in their career where they made decisions about what they want yeah. and move towards it. And we just happen to see one slice of that and the seven, 10 years that happened before that, we didn't see it. That's all. Yeah. We didn't see it. So the way that I equate it, if you want to know the how, and again, hit up the website, ianlobos.com, frontrunner.group, sign up for the January event. We go eight hours into this deep, into these things. Deep dive details. How, what, when, where, who, why. Yeah. Deep level details. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. Like our, our, our program is awesome. It's really awesome. And, and we, we We've had hundreds of people go through this front runner event and every single person picks up a, a new level of being and a new level of doing that you actually elevate your life with. And, and Aaron and I feel very proud of that because that's how we've, we've dedicated our lives to it. That's our willingness factor. Anything it takes to help somebody grow who they are and what they do, hit the goals that they want. Yeah. In a pretty quick amount of time too, because once you shift you, and you shift the do, shift you, shift the do. Shift, you shift the do, <laughs> you're gone. Hey, like, good, gone. So, um, dude, I keep seeing this squirrel, which is like the, the definition of ADD. And the squirrel keeps running across the road, he's tempting cars. essential. I love fat squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> this fat squirrel keeps running across the road. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we're focused, we promise. Super focused. One of the, uh, look, here's the cool thing. Like we have a lot of fun with this because this is our mission. This is our passion. It comes out like this. And sometimes when it looks like we're very angry about it or intense, it's because our belief system behind it is so like, we're not perfect by any, by any means. However, we've built 
up until this point, the lives that we saw for ourselves, we built those both in who we are and the activities that we do. And so we want to know how, here's a simple thing. What is the number one thing that you'll regret in your life? If you're on your deathbed, what's the number one thing that you'll regret not doing or not being, right? And that could be, you know, one thing I was, I was thinking about was I, I want to, I want to tell my mom and dad that I love them every time I see them, right? I know that sounds small, but that was important to me. I want to spend as much time with my kids as possible, right? I will massively regret that when my kids get too old. And um, what's, the, what's one thing that I, I, I want to do that I regret? I, I don't want to work in an office. I want to be able to work from home or work from my car and work on the road. I call it geographically untethered. It's not a real word, but I want it to be geographically untethered. I want to be able to make the type of income I want to make that I choose to make to support the lifestyle that I choose, but no sacrifices. I see this vision so I can go anywhere. I can be anywhere as this person that I am and doing these activities, I can make the type of income I want to make from anywhere in the world with my family next to me. That was a huge thing. So then what did I do? Well, a great mentor of ours taught us to build a, um, a board of advisors, right? Like a, like a poster board, if you want, or mine's on my laptop. It's a, a, a screen shot or whatever you call it, background image. And I have uh, 16 people on there. The first one on there is my dad. The second one on there is Howard Stern. Michael Jordan's on there. Sarah Blakely's on there. And I took one thing that I love from each of them, right? I learned that lesson about don't follow one person's model because that's not, it's never going to work that way. Never. You're, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're lying to yourself. So I like, I mean, I, I idolize Howard Stern. He's a, he's a, he's a, just a, a he's an icebreaker. He's just a, he's a breakthrough artist. He's a, just an incredible human, and he has this level of insecurity that makes him real, and he's worth $800 million. Basically, he's taken his pain, and he's he's put it out there and shared vulnerably and authentically to the world, and I love that about him, right? Sharing authentically and vulnerably, I love that about him. You know, my dad, here's what I love about him. Sarah Blakely, here's what I love about her. Michael Jordan, here's what I love about him. And I put all that on the paper, the one thing from each of them, and I said, this is, this is who I would like to be. This is the person I'd love to have the freedom to do whatever I want. So I don't idolize Howard Stern for having a job. I do not idolize the fact that he has to go into that studio or you know, during COVID, he's got to be on that microphone every day at 6 a.m. I would not want that. No matter how much money, I am not willing to do that, period. 500 million, not willing to do it. Are you kidding me? Just talking to Mike, not willing to do it. I'm just not willing to do it. And because of that alignment within myself as to who I need to be and what I need to do to accomplish my goals, I'm completely at peace with the fact that if somebody said to me, I'll pay you $500 million to work five hours a day on the microphone, five days a week, which you know he works three, I don't like, I don't want to do that. So you, so just to make this clear, you probably have the mindset, totally. have the skill set, totally. do not have the willingness. No. So it's misaligned. Yeah, so it's misaligned. Right. So that's that's how you do that. I love Sarah Blakely, right? Spanks, first billionaire woman, self-made, incredible, right? I love these things about her, her perseverance, her mindset, the way she shifted who she was when she went into those stores in the early days to become the person that would, she was the person that was going to buy those. And she embodied that to the buyers 
um, at those stores. And it wasn't a salesperson selling a product. It was, this is her, this, she is the product. I love that about her. And that's why we're so passionate. Like you feel it when you come to a front runner event or you talk to us on the phone and coaching it's because I wanted to embody that. So that's what I love about her. I don't love that she goes to an office every day. I don't love that she works seven days a week, but that's okay. I'm not willing to do that stuff. So again, I took what I love from my models, my mentors, and I created a, a mindset. This is what mindset of this person would be. This is the skills that this person would have. And this is what I'm willing to do to accomplish. Yep. It's that simple. And then the, the triangle of growth was, was basically set up around. So first and foremost is that foundation of that mission that you want to accomplish in the world, which is what does the world look like when you're done? When you die, are you just the guy that pumped gas? Are you just the guy that sold some real estate? That's not a, to me, that's not a- Not a fun tombstone. Not, not really, not at all. And, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm picking on real estate because I've been a real estate agent for eight years. But whatever your mission is, right? And your purpose is who you are on that mission. So whatever the mission and purpose is, you set up your, your triangle of growth around that. You got, you got work to do. And now what happens is your weekly planning, your goal setting, your vision casting, all of that stuff shifts. And it becomes way more focused and way more purposeful because now you are aligned. Now you're not like casting a goal and a vision of I'm making a million dollars this year. Meanwhile, you've never made a hundred thousand dollars and you're living a lie. You're literally living in uncongruency, if that's a word. <laughs> or like incongruency. Incongruency. Nailed it. <laughs> Definitely. Nailed it. You're living in incongruency. And that's why most people don't hit their goals because not the person that can and they're not willing to do the work but their mindset's wrapped around, I have to do this to live the life that I want, and that's a lie. So how's this for a story on shifting the triangle of growth? In 2015, I had this idea for a book, and the book was, at that time, titled Play Like a Girl. I'd been coaching for about five years, and I really wanted to, to demonstrate how amazing female athletes were that had overcome something and built a strong mindset, skill set, will set, right? And at that point, I didn't have the right mindset. I had the skill set to write and communicate, and I had some willingness to, to write. So I begin writing this book, and as I begin, uh, actually, yeah, you can see the, the cover right, right up there. Uh, yeah, it's all, we're getting we're getting a copy out. Um, so I start writing Amazon. That's yeah, go to Amazon. <laughs> but but at, at the beginning of this man, I, I failed. I failed. I I did not have the right mindset for writing this book. Yes. And I was writing left and right. I was, was putting stuff on paper, but somewhere underneath all of this. I did not, I did not, I, it took me a long time to fix this. I did not believe that I was good enough to write. What were you writing? Um, I was writing stories from coaching. I was learning lessons from coaching. I was writing stories of people. Um, and I was trying to capture that young athletes were incredible examples of overcoming obstacles, right? And I was gonna, it was gonna demonstrate it in like play like a girl 
you know, reframe that, that these young athletes that I was learning from were teaching me how to overcome stuff, right? But I, I fundamentally didn't believe that I, I was good enough. And despite so having mindset, a skill set, yes, yeah, my, my skill set was there, but my mindset was not. And, yeah, and you had the willingness. So I was willing. It's a formula. It's not an order. It's, yeah. I was, I was bouncing back and forth. So I'm, I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing. And um, I had someone go through and read it. And they read it and were like, ah, like you've got some good stuff here, but you've got 90,000 words that are like random and, and all over the place. And my mindset sunk even further. I was, I was devastated. It was honest and it was important. It was truth, right? It was the assessment that I needed. But I, I like, I crumbled under that. And then maybe two years later, 2017, maybe 2018, someone came out of the book, Play Like a Girl. And I was like, shit, yeah. I'm done. I, it's out, I'm out. What can I do now? And about this time, I was going through a lot of other mindset shifts. And what I realized in this assessment of my triangle was that my skill set was good. I was actually becoming a better writer. My willingness to do this, also very good. However, it wasn't just that I was afraid to publish. I was afraid to take a stand. And I really had to look at for your ideas, for, for my ideas and, and the voice that you put out. I mean, when you publish a book, like you are making something clear. You're standing for something because that that's permanent. Yeah, you, can't, you can't erase it. Off yeah, the you can't just like take down the post and be like, oh, I had a rough day. Like, that's permanent. And in 2019, I made a commitment to like edit the book. And I decided that I could shift my mindset to not thinking of this as a permanent stand. I was just going to take the next step. But with everything else that was happening in my life, I was taking more stands. So I was practicing and changing the mindset to take a stand. In January, I decided that this was going to be the year that I was in public book. And I met someone in February who was like, listen, you have to publish this book. You have to. You have so much structure around it. Your mindset needs to shift. And we had an hour long phone call. You came out to Baltimore and in one hour meeting, we had coffee, we sat down. My mindset shifted from, I'm gonna publish this book at some point to I need to publish this book. And within two weeks it was published. From that point, two weeks. And all of it happened because I recognized that my mindset wasn't adequate. And the way he talked to me, the way he showed me that, that I could actually take a stand and build something and, and that I had the capacity to do that, told me that I should believe in myself. But if, if, if we hadn't had that conversation, I would have pushed it out, I would have dragged it. I had the skills and I had the willingness. It was already written, but I what, my mindset would not let me publish. And it was one of the most terrifying things to, to send the manuscript out, to like have it published and put it on Amazon. And it ended up getting like number one new release. Like it was awesome. It was very validating. But for four years, four years, I struggled to move that forward. And that was all an incongruence. My triangle of growth was all about I can write it and I, I'm good enough and all that. But like to actually publish it, I'm definitely not good enough. There's a total gap in incongruence. And that's not mindset around the skill sets or around what you need to do. That's a mindset completely around who you need to be, which is who I need to be. Confident, confident, prepared, willing to like to own what I was capable of sharing, to have a message and be proud of it. But I know a lot of people want to write books. And the biggest thing that I coach people through now is, look, you, you have to believe that you're capable 
of owning a message and putting it out in the world. And if not, we need to work on that. But a lot of people have the skills. They can write. You know, we, we learn to write. Right? We communicate all the time. I mean, you have a job, you send emails. <laughs> you can write. You can physically write. Sharing yourself is a different yes. skill set and mindset. Yes. Or sharing yourself openly and vulnerably without fear of judgment or criticism. Yes. And, and to know that if someone says this book is shit or yeah. this book sucks, it doesn't affect my mindset now. Took many, many years of, of training. But, yeah. you know, I feel like the, the reason that that story resonates so deeply with me is I actually had two of the pillars down. Right. And with with one of them, like at zero, nothing moved. You have to move all three. Something came up for me when you were, when you were talking about that is... Is, is the outcome that you put on things. And I don't know if I do a whole episode about outcome, but I'm gonna drop this real quick is that when you set the outcome to make this amount of money, when you set the outcome to be this type of person, when you set the outcome to achieve this mission, there are very different paths that you go down. Yeah. Your outcome shifted. So I, 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 what I heard was when you shifted the outcome of the book, being out, publishing it, getting it into Amazon, like your mindset was able, like the lock came off of it, like it broke out of jail. It was able to then go, okay, without the outcome of if this book's not successful, I'm a failure, or what if nobody reads it, or what if nobody cares, or what if my words are shit? It needs to make it X amount of dollars. It needs to make, yeah, without that outcome, and this is is big, and I'm kind of downplaying a little bit, but when you have a specific outcome to something, and you don't hit it, and your brain is afraid of not hitting that outcome, it is going to stop you. Your brain will stop you. And it takes habit shifts and changes for you to push your brain through those things. But when your brain stops you, that's your brain and the universe working in tandem to say, this isn't where it needs to go. And we're gonna help you save a shit ton of time and effort and energy not going down this path. You wanna go down there? Tough through this and go down that path. We promise you it's going to end bad for you. And so when you, when, like, when I let go of the outcome of, I have to build this huge real estate business to be able to be the father and husband and person that I want and friend and to be able to get out to California, that's completely opposite because, and it was shutting me down because once I released that outcome and said, you know what? No, I want to be the best husband, father, friend, and person that I can be. And everything else is going to fill in around it. The money, the skill, everything's gonna gonna hit like that you know, instead of the other way around. The opportunities, especially in California, and like what I was planning back then, once I shifted the outcome, my whole mindset changed. The skill set was kind of already there, and I knew exactly the silo to to increase my skills. I didn't have to go like, oh, I need skills over here, I need skills over here. I was just like, okay, I'm here. I just need to go to here. That's cool. Who do I need to be to get there? Same thing you did. Yeah. Increase a little bit more. And the skill doesn't have to be an external skill like writing. The skill can also be shifting mindset. Totally. It can also be learning. Learning a new thing or stepping out of your own way or being more vulnerable or taking a chance on saying I love you to somebody or telling somebody your feelings and not being afraid that you're going to be made fun of or hurt. I mean, we experience that like in, our, in each other's internal trauma with each other in our partnership, you know, like some shit will come up from you, some shit will come up from me. 
And there's a party that says, I don't want to share this because I might, you know, Ian might, might, be, I mean, Ian might be that guy that reminds me of that person yep. that hurt me. And I do the same thing. However, the commitment we have to each other or have to each other is that we're, we're not, there, there's, it's an open, it's an open policy here. We're just, yep. just talk and there's no judgment and we'll just help each other work through that because that's the first people that we want to be for ourselves, for each other and the rest of the world. And there's no outcome here. Yep. There's no like, we need to help 20 million people. It's just, we need to share this skill, talent, gift, mission, passion, whatever. And people will benefit you know, by us being clear on that. So release the outcome of being rich or reading a hundred books or being successful or quitting your job and focus on who do I need to be and what do I need to do and what skills and mindset do I need to acquire and what am I actually going to do to get there? I love that. Yeah. You know, I, I think the, the next phase of my triangle of growth where, where I'm shifting is being louder. Like I've got the Academy or Academy. So we're, we're now marching into all different realms of financial education. And then I've got leather play. I've got front runner and all of these things. Like the messages that I'm getting right now are, bro, you, you clearly have a stand, right. but you're not being loud about it. We've given you a gift of like, this is, this is, but the, the, the area of my mindset that's changing and the, the place for my growth, I have the skill set. I've been a silver tongue salesman for a long time. I can move the things that I need to move. I have the willingness to do it. And now the mindset is it's safe for me to take a stand for what I believe in and ramp up the volume yeah. and be loud in and around the rest of the world as a leader in this space. And that mindset is, that's a gnarly piece to change because I've always found safety in my silence, right? So we all do. It's safe here. If, if I take a stand for something and it blows up in my face or I'll say it incorrectly, it's, there's a risk there. But the mindset shift that I'm going through now is, dude, be loud. Yeah. Use the gift. Like You can speak. You can communicate. Now it's time to use that to take a stand for the right things. And you know, where, wherever you are, like, it, it's important to make the assessment and then find the right people around you to, to help you make those shifts. But like, that's the shift I'm going through now. And that's a different shift than I went through three months ago, right. nine months ago. Like it's, it's, never a, it's a never ending thing. Like this triangle doesn't just, you don't just lock it in and like, you know, who wants to be a millionaire? Push, push the button and you win. <laughs> this is, this is a constantly changing thing and target and process. But these conversations are, are ones that you should be carrying out with your peers, your mentors, your coaches, your guides, your friends. Uh, and, and I really, truly hope that you have the people around you that will help you have these conversations. If not, you've got to be a part of our group because yeah. uh, we will have those conversations with you without fear. Yeah, there's no, there's, there's safety and silence. That was a really good line, really good line. And I think all of us have experienced that. So let's wrap for today. Well, we talked about the triangle of power. So skill set, mindset, mindset, let's start with mindset, mindset, skill set, and willingness. Those three things are all really important for your ability to get what you want out of life. We talked about how you need to assess your version of success and understand where you want to go. Then the three categories, mindset, skill set, and willingness should match those goals. We, uh, we kind of deconstructed model. having one mentor that you just model, 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 and yeah. instead picking something of those models and 
you know, triangulating on your definition through their eyes, picking like an asset, a skill that they have. Who, yeah, who, who they are. It doesn't have to be success or money or power. Or yeah. It can be like, I love the way that that person is as a father. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I think it's really like important. Like Garth Brooks is on there for me because he quit at the height and he was an international sensation. At the height of his career, he quit to be a dad. That's amazing. And that he's on there because of that. Not because of his money or because he was one of the greatest stars of all time, but because he stopped to focus on family. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, we we kind of went through the process of overcoming the different channels as you evolve, right? So you may you may have the mindset, you might have the skill set, but you need to change your willingness for, for an outcome. You may need to change, you may have the two other dials and need the third. You may not have any of the dials but you'll need to know where these things lie so that you can adapt accordingly. Um, and then we shared some stories about, you know, ways that we've overcome this, ways that we've, you know, figured out what we need, how to do it, where to get. Um, and we overlaid this in goal setting and in mission and vision, which I think is a really important part of where do you want to go that uh, deserves a lot of conversation. I mean, we could do our entire, the entire front runner event weekend. It's four days. And it literally goes into depth about some of just like some of the basic stuff we talked about today. Four days worth. You can just understand that what we gave you and what you're experiencing. If you're at a place where this is really deep for you, love it. And if this is at a place where you're like, I want to know what's behind this, then sign up for the event because you'll get a lot more depth from us. By the way, this partnership came from three years of shifting mindset. Mm-hmm. and shifting willingness. Well, I, I think in a lot of ways, watching you change your triangle yeah. helped me change mine. And eventually we just got to the same point where it was yeah. like, oh man, our triangles are pretty lined up right now. We should just do this. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So that wraps that up. Triangle of growth, mission, vision, purpose, and goal setting, literally all in one. It's all, it's all the same. All the same. So today, here's an action piece for you. Go out online. Who's the number one person you can think of that you'd like to model after? Pick one thing that you love about them, and it's not their money, right? It's not their money. It's not their success. It's got to be something else. Because money and success is a, is, a, is a result of who you're being and what you're doing. It's not a goal. It's, it's going to come naturally. So you want to know more about what we're talking about? You want to get into our world? You want to come to one of our events? Hit up ianlobos.com or frontrunner.group or mentalpurposepodcast.com and you can find all the information you want. We'll put it in the in the uh, comments on the Facebook Live. And when this episode comes out in a week, just DM us. Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. You can't miss this. It's Mental Purpose Podcast on Instagram. It's very easy. With my name on Facebook, I am Aaron. Just Aaron. Just Aaron, Aaron Duffy on twenty. So. IanLoboss.com, MentalPurposePodcast.com. We love you listening. We love you reaching out and giving us. Uh, why am I talking to the computer when the camera's up there? Every time. <laughs> Every freaking time. Every time. So, we love you listening. We love you rating and reviewing and downloading the episodes. We love the feedback. That is that is uh, that that helps us know that we're on course and we're actually making that positive change out in the world that we set to make. So thank you very much for watching YouTube, Facebook Live. See you on the next one. Thanks again for listening to the Men on Purpose podcast. 
where our mission is to educate, elevate, and activate every man to truly live their best, most fulfilling life possible. To find out more about the podcast, our guests, or becoming a man on purpose, visit menonpurposepodcast.com and choose your most purposeful path forward.